0: Welcome to the Kehow podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the Word, living the Word, and following the Word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Father God, we thank you that we can come together as a body of believers, regardless of literally what the world is doing with the weather and the circumstances that may be uh, challenging for some outside father god we we can still gather in your name and just rejoice and have 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 a laugh as we would say in england before we get serious about your word father god so prepare our hearts and our minds as we, we prepare to hear from pastor kai what you have poured into her from heaven uh, i pray it would be edifying that it would um, impart wisdom and truth father god to arm us for this life that we live in christ jesus amen
1: God, I just come before you to say thank you for another day. Thank you, Father, for another opportunity to come before you and to just call upon your name. Thank you for another opportunity to grow deeper in relationship with you, for hearing your word, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that even for myself, Lord, as um, we have days, Father God, that our days with you far outnumber the days that we have and um, just one of those days, Father God. So I just thank you, Father God, that it be a conscious decision, Lord God, to move forward in expectation and you, Father God, to not dwell in those places, Father God, to not hang the um, anything that might have happened today um, to carry on through this evening or into tomorrow, Father God, that we lay it all before your feet, Father God. And I just say thank you that we have the opportunity to do just that, Father God, that we can lay things down before you, Father God, and know that you will bring us peace, that you will bring us joy, that your mercies are new, Father God, that your grace is new. Yes. So I just say thank you right now for your grace and your mercy. I say thank you, Father God, that um, you are, your love is everlasting. You are, not, you are just consistent, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for
2: this day that you have created uh, for us to be able to be in and to experience God, no matter what is going on in the world right now or in our personal lives or in just in our communities. Father, we lift your name above all of these things that are going on because we know that you are our great God and you will come through and you will make provision for each and every one of us no matter what the situation is God so we thank you God that we can see and that we are not being distracted and our vision is not being uh, skewed by anything that is going on whether it is the weather God, the crisis, the pandemic, what's going on in politics or what's going on in our jobs and other people's lives. Father, I thank you for allowing us to keep you at the forefront of our mind and magnifying just who you are, God. We're just so grateful that you continue to love on us the way that you do, Father, the way that you continue to speak to us the way that you do. Father, I praise your name for the high five. Father, I thank you for allowing us to be taught on how to tune our ears and to get into right position so that we can hear directly from you. Because Father, in times like these, this is when we need to make sure sure that everything is coming through very clear god and so we thank you for another chance god just to get it right we thank you for another opportunity to praise your name father we thank you for another opportunity to come together and to magnify your name and to learn of you father father we thank you for being with us and just speaking to us throughout the week and continuing to keep us in this place of revival and teaching us how to keep our thermostats Mm -hmm. on high and boiling and to be on guard father because the enemy wants to steal it from us so father i thank you for teaching us how to put on the full armor of god so that we can stand on watch not only just for ourselves god but for our other members and our family members as well and i pray Each other, Father, as Paul encouraged your body. So he was always talking and encouraging, telling us how to walk right, and that we also accept when it's coming to us, Father, because every time it's not going to be sweet words. Sometimes, Father, there's going to be correction, but I pray that we have the understanding and we accept that that's also a part of your love as well. So, Father, I thank you and I magnify your holy name for everything that you are, God, for everything that you're doing to us within us and for us so god i bless you mm. and i magnify your holy name you are just so awesome mm. just so awesome yes. god and i thank you for that Lord. father i bless your name
0: yes.
2: for being an awesome god yeah god i love you yeah. so much father i love you
3: thank you god
2: Thank you so much for your, the cleansing God. Mm. Thank you, God, mm-hmm. for allowing us to see who we really are in you.
0: Mm.
2: Thank you, God. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to show up mm-hmm. and to show up how you will be God. Thank you So Father, I just bless your name. Yeah. I bless your name. I don't know what's coming this week, God, but I know that with you, I'm prepared. I know that I'm equipped. Yeah, I know what it is, God.
3: That's good. But I
2: know with you, I'm prepared and equipped for anything, God. And I know if I surrender and submit all of myself, all of me, God, and just follow what you say, move how you want me to move. Yeah, Father, everything will be ordered because you're ordering
1: Ooh. my
2: steps. So, Father, I just bless and magnify your holy name. You are just. Mm. Mm. I'm just. Oh shit! It is Santa. Thank you, Father. I just thank you. Thank you, God. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you,
0: most gracious Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. I just come today, just thankful, with a thankful heart and a thankful spirit. Just mm. so. Grateful to know, Lord, that you, that you are in the midst, that you are in control, that no matter what happens, Mm -hmm. you got us, Lord.
3: Yes, you do, God.
0: Thank you. And I'm just so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Father God, I just ask that you bless everyone that's on this call right now Mm -hmm. and everything that they may be going through. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm asking that you bless the, the pastors. That will be bringing the word to us tonight. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm especially praying tonight for those who are sick and suffering. Yes, God. Yes, God. Either physically, mentally, or spiritually.
3: Yes, Lord.
0: We have so many who are in the hospitals right now, and I just ask that you just be there for them. They can't see their family. They can't see their loved ones, Lord, but they have you. And all they have to do is just call out and just say, Lord, help. I just want to pray for those who are bereaved right now, who are lost loved ones and are trying to understand why. And I pray that they will become in the knowledge of you, Lord, and know that you do all things well. I pray for those who are dealing with this this severe weather that we're having right now, Lord. Mm -hmm. Protect them.
3: Yes, Lord.
0: Be with them. Yes, God. Help them to know that you Mm -hmm. do not make any mistakes, Lord.
1: Thank you, Father.
0: And we will just be careful to give you the honor, glory, and praise. We will continue to trust in you. And lean not onto our own understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, give us a clean heart and a renewed right spirit in each of us. Thank you, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you forgive any sins that may have been committed against you in your word and thought and deed or action. Mm-hmm. Help us to know that what is going right now, uh, no matter what and how bad it seems, Lord, we have you and we have your word. Thank you, Lord so we will step out on faith Mm. and we will do what we have to do and we will be careful to give you the praise the glory and the honor in jesus name i pray amen
3: amen and so father right now i just let's just shake off the tired lord we shake off just this day whatever this day was however this day was whatever this day brought didn't bring could have brought should have brought. we just shake off lord anything god that would um, even try to stop us right now positioning us from hearing uh, even what you want to speak to us Lord um, you know even when you know we, we're in these just the weather itself can I don't know about anybody else but I love cold weather because I just want to stay in the bed under a cup <laughs> and just 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 snuggle up never leave the room never leave the bed um, um, but God I just thank you for this people these your children this your bride this your church. Um, the representations of your church in different parts of the world, unified with one heart, one, on one accord, right now on a Zoom call, Lord, that our focus and our devotion is towards you, Father, you, Son, and you, Holy Spirit. As as Pastor T has started our times of prayer. Uh, good morning, holies Good evening, Holy Spirit. Good evening, Father, and good evening, Jesus. We are in love with you. We we adore you. We th- thank you with a spirit of gratitude and a heart of thanksgiving. We rejoice uh, because you love us. We rejoice because you are for us, we rejoice. I just keep hearing the word honesty um, um, uh, that we're just in a season where um, honesty is necessary. Um, honesty in our relationships, honesty in our, our, our position, even with the Lord, um, as we've been talking about forgiveness and we've been talking about, um, you know, these agreements that we've made. Um, in the past with the enemy, honesty is 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 gonna be really just important, even being honest about those painful places, honest about things, mistakes we might have made um, um, because that is where we're gonna find a lot of healing and a lot of restoration um, and beginning. But I just kept, as you guys were praying, just kept hearing the Lord say, honesty, honesty. I don't know if that's for somebody specifically, but I know that as the body of Christ, it is imperative that we are not just people of honor, but people of honesty. Um, that the, the the world is looking for those who will speak the truth, uh, not our truth, not my truth, not their truth, but the truth. Um, and so, um, I'm grateful for you all. Excited to see you this evening. I want to say uh, good evening to Miss Daphne, to Brittany, to Tardia. If I missed anyone, good evening, um, Pastor T. Your makeup is bomb. So we are moving on. Um, guys, tonight is going to be um, a prophetic uh, message from the Lord to us. Okay. So um, it started with, uh, uh, let me say this. So today, I don't know if there are any of you, I know Miss Tardia is, but I was, I was raised in the beginning of my life um, as a, I say it all the time, as a Baptist and a Catholic at the same time. But I went to Catholic school from, a, from the first grade all the way to my sophomore year in school. Um, in Catholicism, in, in, uh started with the Roman Catholics, but in Catholicism, there is a time that we entered in today that is called the Lenten season or the season of Lent. And so um, today is what they would call, this is the first day of Lent. This day would be called Ash Wednesday. OK, and so in the Catholic Church, if you I'm, I'm giving you history here, if you uh, have never heard of Lent or don't know what Lent is, Lent is the 40 days from Ash Wednesday to uh, what what uh, the world will call Easter Sunday. I don't call it Easter because ain't no Easter in my Bible. Right. Uh, so I can't find Easter there. And I'm not celebrating a bunny on the day that we think. Jesus rose from the dead so i will say resurrection sunday okay so from the time of ash wednesday to resurrection sunday it is 40 days uh that the catholics or roman catholics and other denominations after time also adopted uh, is called lent okay so it started today the lenten season Um, is for a time of fasting a time of prayer it is a time of self-reflection and it is a time of repentance okay and so for these 40 days you are to simplify your life and get into a posture of sincerity right and there should be um Uh, something that you have decided to fast from during these 40 days. There should be um, consistent reflection. There are many books, there are devotionals that people follow. Um, Some ministries follow certain readings in the scripture, but you will not find the word Lent in the Bible. So I don't want you to get confused when I'm talking about this and you're looking, you're like, well, she's talking about Lent and the Catholic church and all these other ministries. Follow it. Lent is not a word you will find in the Bible. It is a ritual or a ceremony that was adopted after the Nicene Creed was written, which is also written by uh, the Roman Catholics, which was a creed uh, basically of their belief and statement in the Word and the Lord and the Apostles and in the death and resurrection of, of Jesus Christ. Um, but what I, as I was thinking about this today, um, I was like, "Okay, Lord, a lot of people don't really we hear lent. A lot of people don't even know lent or honor lent. And the act of lent is something that at least everybody at one point of your life should do. But but today as I was sitting here, Pastor T, the Lord said, "No, lent the 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 action of lent, the the ritual of lent is really a posture that the church should always have." And so the word Lent in the Latin means this, it means 40th, so it's the number 40, right? But Lent also means this, it is the length of days, the lengthening of days or a long day It is always, also means springtime, right? So it's always done um, proceeding or coming into spring. I know some of y'all sitting here going, why is Pastor Kai talking to us about Lent? We not Catholic. I don't know why she talking about no Catholics. I'm not doing no Lent. I don't want to fast and yada, 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 Okay, I'm not calling us to Lent, so don't get scared. Okay, that is not what is happening. But what I want to do is set the stage for what the Lord wants to say to us. So towards the end, the last week of Lent is called the Holy Week, okay? And there are a lot of uh, denominations that celebrate the Holy Week. That week is from Palm Sunday, to Resurrection Sunday, right? In between that, you have Friday, which is Good Friday, okay? Good Friday um, leads to Resurrection Sunday. These are three days where, again, now we're, we're not getting legalistic because we do not know the actual date, right? But the calendar year, right? Of the, on the American Western calendar, Good Friday proceeds the resurrection of jesus christ right so palm sunday is when jesus makes his triumphal entry into the town they prepare this is where communion sunday where communion comes into play he has the last supper he goes to gethsemane he then is arrested he goes to golgotha he has been hung on a cross he then is pierced on his side he dies he is wrapped in beautiful cloth and linen, placed in a tomb, they come back three days later and he is not there, okay? This is what Holy Week represents. And so as I was thinking about this today and and just being reminded of Lent, something that for a long time, um, because I went to Catholic school, you have to participate in, um, I, I started to think about this lengthening of days. And the Lord said this, I've lengthened days and yet many still do not hear me. If you think about last year, if you think about the time that we are in, most of us have, we have been on a running day since March of 2020 when COVID hit. The, the, I mean, the days have run so long. We were in the house so long. We couldn't even remember when Wednesday was Wednesday, Tuesday was Tuesday. You called a friend and they were like, girl, what you doing today? You're like, oh, I'm getting ready to uh something, and something. And they're like, you know, it's only Wednesday. You're like, it's not Friday because the days just kept running. But God has been lengthening the day, lengthening the time. And he literally says to me, I've lengthened the days and yet my people still do not hear me. People ended 2020 thinking that 2020 was going to be a magical, just like January 21st was gonna be a magical uh, 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 re- resuming of 2019. People have been calling for normalcy and it'll never be normal again. People are still thinking that we're gonna. as soon as they take this vaccine, you're not gonna have to wear their mask. Psych, sorry, no, not so, right? And so all these things are happening and the time, it, it, I don't know about you, it's going quickly, but the days seem long. The time is being lengthened. And here's what he's doing. He's lengthening the days to give the church an opportunity. Hello, church, talking to y'all. He's lengthening the days to give the church an opportunity. And so as I was sitting here, the Lord said this, Lent is to be a way of life. So listen, fasting is to be a way of life. Prayer is to be a way of life. Self-reflection, self-inventory is a way of life. Repentance should be a way of life. Sincerity of heart and simplicity should be a way of life. We've talked about these things when we talked about the word devotion. For so often we have seen devotion as acts or 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 routines, or or, uh, um, or things that we do in this way of solidifying or validating our maturity or our Christianity. And none of these things are gonna be the thing that when you stand before the Lord, he gonna say, so uh, did you, uh, f- did you do the Lent thing? <laughs> you, you, so, you know, you, you, you know, when the, when the pastor said turn three times, or when he told you, look at your neighbor five times, did did you do that? He's not going to act. So, you know, that devotional by Stormy Orm about the the husbands and wives, did you read that? He is not going to ask you if you did all these things. Mm -hmm. Okay. What he is going to look for is that he, you are known by him and you, and you know him. We do not wanna be those that are are asked to depart because we've been workers of iniquity seeking to only do and never becoming. And so our devotion is to one. And so Lent is a life, should be a life of devotion and not just a moment that you decide that you're going to do another act of devotion. And so as I'm reading this, um, let's go back. Lent means 40th, okay? this is i love the lord so in the bible 146 times the number 40 is spoken in the bible 146 times you will see reference to the number 40 let me just give you four that you probably know offhand jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days after he was announced by his father the spirit descends and it says this is my son in whom i'm well pleased And it says immediately the spirit led him into the wilderness for 40 days. Moses was with God for 40 days before receiving the two tablets, which are called the Ten Commandments. Israel was in was in wandering around for 40 years before they got to the promised land and then Noah built an ark and it rained on the earth 40 days and 40 nights these are just some 40s that you may understand let me give you the biblical meaning of the number 40 uh there's a, there's a few if you're writing down I want you to write these down number one it's a period of testing trial or probation The number 40 is a period of testing, a period of trial, or a period of probation. This is also what 40 represents. New life, new growth, transformation, and going from one great task to another. From going from one great task to another. So new life, new growth, transformation and going from one great task to another. And so I'm sitting here and I'm going, okay, Lord, I, I, I get that. And so the Lord said, what was last year? I said, last year was 2020. He said, what was last year? I said, last year was 2020. He said, what's 20 plus 20? I said, 40. He said, last year was a period of testing, a period of trial and a period of probation for the world. He said, for my church, for those who had an ear to hear what the spirit was saying, come on. There were some of us who this was the best year of our lives and we we're like, how is this the best year of your life And what seems globally the worst year ever? We got new life, we had new growth, there was transformation, and we went from one great task to another great task. We launched, we, we leapt, we rejoiced. God did so, and here's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not about what you did, it's about what you became. You became greater than you were. Mr. Michael, you are not the man that you were in 2020 and 2021. Come on. I need y'all to go with me. But he said last year was a year of testing for the world and the body. Last year was a, was trial for the world and the body and it was probation. And some of us did not make it through the probationary period because we started to look like the world, talk like the world, give up like the world. Some of us were tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We saw leaders fall at record pace. And we did not understand what was happening because people saw 2020 at the beginning and what did they say oh it's the year of vision okay (laughs) it's the year of vision right because we just naturally go 20 and 20 and god was saying today no 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 this was this was the year 40 this was the year where i put everything to the carpet where i called everybody to to be to take account, where I caused, called everybody to have to, to look at their lives, look at where they were financially, physically, spiritually, economically, I, everything. Because I needed people to understand the year that was coming. So then I go, okay, Lord, well, here, here we are. Now we're 2021. So he says, okay, what year are you in? I go, 2021. Okay, tw- what's 20 and 21? 41. So I go, okay. Now, let me tell you what the number 41 means in the Bible. It means this, Jesus, the Lord God, judge, redeemer. Jesus, the Lord God, judge and redeemer. The Lord said this, this year is a bold announcement of Christ and a reestablishment of the kingdom and God on the throne. I'm gonna say it again. This is a year of bold announcement of Jesus Christ and the reestablishment of his kingdom and Jesus on the throne. So then I go well it makes sense what you were saying God about what 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 you meant by the reset this year. We are in this place of revival because what God needs to do is we we've talked about this reignite the fire of the church we need to be reignited so that we can set a blaze for christ that his name be big his name be bold his name be loud because it says in my bible that there is coming a time where every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that jesus is what lord jesus the lord god the judge and the redeemer we are still seeing the judgments happen we are still seeing come on just yesterday a man who theologically is probably one of was one of uh, yeah okay so I was blown away yesterday guys because one of one of our greatest theologians who just passed is now it is coming out the sin the evil that live within him and I'm blown away but God told us last year And God has said, I'm exposing everything. And as soon as I saw it yesterday, and and here's the thing, I didn't know about it. I was on taping a podcast and and the the host said, and I pulled it up. And what I heard was what Pastor T has been saying. His name is jealous. There will be no other God before me. Jesus is establishing, reestablishing his throne. And I'm saying this to say, the reason why he has us in renouncement of agreement with, with what lies the enemy has said, the reason why he's brought us into forgiveness, the reason why he's resetting our devotion is because he has to make sure that as he's sending us, he can trust us. That as he's sending us, he can trust us. I'm gonna say it again. That as he's sending us, he can trust us. That we will not be swayed or influenced, fooled, tricked, tripped up. And most of the time it is happening because we have not renounced and we have not discharged. And so Jesus, in this hour, is calling forth his children. Here's the thing, we are, let me tell you who you are in this hour, and and it's, it's, it's very amazing to me, but we are the ones crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way. Prepare ye the way. Now here's what I'm not saying which other prophets and people are trying to say at this hour, I am not saying he is coming tomorrow because my Bible says we will not know the hour nor the day. I also know that there are too many things that have yet to happen that my Bible says that let me know it ain't we ain't close. But what we are close to is that God is charging us to rise up and wake up we are now in the year of the lord jesus our god the judge and redeemer and we are those that must be boldly confessing that he is lord our lives need to have a mark that he is lord of our lives it should not be that we have to tell anybody that we're christian anymore that we have to tell anybody that we love jesus that they need to see an evidential mark that your life you are a life stamp for the lord that we are the living epistles read of men and so here's the thing when i looked at the scriptures so it said this that the, as i told you about the number 41 i love this the the there are a uh, uh, many verses in the bible and it's very I, I, man i just love the word i don't know about anybody else but there are 141 verses in the king james right um w- with the with the verse number 41. here is what is amazing about these verses all these verses speak about Christ. Mark 4:41, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Number ah come on John 1:41. We have we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. John seven forty one. others were saying, this is the Christ. Still others were saying, surely the Christ is not going to come from Galilee. Ah, I love this one. Come on, Luke 4, 41, demons also were coming out of many shouting, you are the son of God. They knew him to be the Christ. John 6:41. Jews were grumbling about him because he said, I am the bread and I came down out of heaven. Luke 1, 41, when Jesus heard Mary's greeting, the baby in her womb and uh, leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit because Jesus's presence had just walked into the room. John 12, 41, these things said because he saw his glory and he spoke of him. John 10:41. While John performed no sign, yet everything John said about this man was true. Who's he talking about? Jesus. J- Luke 19:41. When he approached Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it. Who are they talking about? Jesus. Mark 14:41. The hour has come, the Son of Man is being betrayed. Who are they talking about? Jesus. Ah, oh, I love this. Luke 9:41. Jesus answered, How long shall I be with you and put up with you? Matthew 25:41. He will also say to those on his left, depart from me into the eternal fire. Luke 12, 41, Peter said, Lord, you are addressing this in a parable to us. Lamentations 3, 4, lift up our heart and hands toward God in heaven. And there are more and more and more. But we have to have that same profession about our Lord. We cannot hide his name. We can no longer uh, 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 play his name small, play his position in our life small. We can no longer um, um, hide behind our little, our little. I'm, and I'm not talking about you Pastor T, I just see him. We cannot hide behind our cross necklaces. We cannot hide behind our, our church clothes. We now have to be clothed and blanketed in the power and the authority of Jesus Christ for there is no greater name and we are in no greater time this is the year of jesus the lord god judge redeemer and you remnant you church you bride that he's coming back for must help establish the kingdom here and and let everyone know that he's still on the throne and he lives any questions comments concerns wow. You said wow. said wow. Me. Yes ma'am. I said
4: wow. I just said wow. Wow. Amen. Thank you pastor.
3: Yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. Y'all we we we're it you know when we talked about this time of revival we said that God was in this he was reviving us but it would be a prophetic time where he would speak to us through his scripture and I tell you every time that God speaks prophetically he is always going to back it up with his word. I did not say anything that is not found in his word. And so as, as other religions are, are um, taking this time for the Lenten season, you need to understand we are in a Lenten period that has to continue we need to stay in a posture of repentance reflection we need to stay in a posture of fasting and praying hear me and and this is this is not now i want to be very clear you are not in a season and hear me by the spirit of lord to call yourself into a fast We need to be led like Jesus was led into this by the spirit into the fast for you. Because what happens is, is everyone want to put their plate down and the plate isn't even your issue. And you need to know what the Lord is saying in this moment, in this season, in this time. I need you to stop this. I need, because let me tell you, God is trying to break some addictions right now. God is trying to break some addictions right now. Hear me. And and as we've made these confessions, there are things that we may still be doing that we don't even realize are igniters to our addictions. And so in, in this, we are now going to live live fasted lives, prayerful lives, um, lives of repentance, lives of reflections, lives of self inventory, lives of devotion. Because when we live this way, it is harder for the enemy to catch us slipping. When we keep forgiving and renouncing, when we come from the state of jailed and captive, we live in the place called freedom. Freedom is a real place. I know that some of you still think that freedom is this mystical thing that you're trying to touch. Freedom is a a place. Freedom is a location. And it lives on the inside of you. Guess what freedom's name is? Holy Spirit. Freedom's name is Jesus. Freedom's name is Father God. And they live on the the Holy Spirit. The the seed of freedom lives on the inside of you just waiting for you to say, hey, I received the freedom. And then, that, and then that presence of the Holy Spirit helps you to continue to walk in freedom. But let me tell you, it's the little foxes that are going to spoil your vine. We've got to get it together. Honesty. We've got to be honest. We've got to be truthful. Let me tell you something. We can no longer be hiding. If we're struggling, we need to reach out. If we're, we're desperate, if we're in a place of desperation, we need to reach out. If we need a lifeline, we need to reach out. We need someone to encourage us. We need to reach out. We need prayer. We need to reach out. No longer can the can the can can we be doing church and playing these little games you are the church your identity is too important to play with and there are people who are looking for the true identity of Jesus in you so that they may find Jesus for themselves we're in a time where you can't go to the building praise God we're in a time where the building is no longer your security blanket the building is no longer your place of rescue it's never been but that's what we've been told the building is no longer where you find community look at here we have to be people who desire community because we serve a god of community we serve a god who is with us in force we serve a god who created a bride and a body to have a heartbeat that beats at the same time a a, a bride that is connected together understands that there are many parts plays their part but doesn't play it alone We are in the 41. Guess what? I want to thank God that that, I want to thank God that we made it through the tests and the trials and we are not in the probationary period. I want to thank God. You know, some of us just inched our way into 2021, but now you're standing on the other side because He is, when I say He is rapidly tearing down our walls, rapidly calling us to to shift into, into freedom and forgiveness radically trying to removing the the clutch of the enemy over us you know that word that i said that pastor t said it's acceleration so as he's lengthened the days in the natural he is moving the pace in the spirit and if you if you don't get to where he is spiritually these days that seem long will be even longer hear me because this right now this side is where the enemy he he is running rampant and he's trying to take people look he is not trying to mess with your character he's trying to kill jesus's he don't even care about you he don't care about you but he cares about who you serve and so if he can mess you up then what he does is everyone you ever told Jesus about, everybody you talk to, everybody you talk, everybody you witness to, he can ruin his name in them for them. And that's why your character, your words, your speech, your walk, your talk, your praise, your prayer, your worship has to matter. It does take all that. Yes, it does. And then some more right now. It take all that and then some more. I'm done. Any questions, comments, concerns, Pastor Allen? Anyone? He said he good. I'll wait a few minutes if anyone, I mean, you might just be quiet and that's okay, but I just wanna give anyone a moment. What do you say? I don't know Malcolm. I know, I
0: I don't know what to say. I'm like blown away tonight. it's like, yeah, you knew that I, I grew up Catholic. So this is like a big thing that I didn't go get ashes today. You know, ashes, you know, stipulate, oh, I did something good. I'm I'm, I'm great in the eyes of God. And it has nothing to do with spirituality. You know? I did not need to be reminded where I came from, who I came from. You know, I came from God. I came from, out of love. I don't need the ashes to show that. That's good.
3: So that's what I, I, I love tonight. This is great. Amen. You know, the, the, the semblance of Ash, Ash uh, Wednesday is to have sorrow for your sin. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting because here we were first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth graders who didn't even really understand sin, but we were supposed to have this sorrowful posture. Right? We were supposed to have it, right? And, and not understanding that many people adopted shame out of this place, and sorrow and shame are two different things. You know, um, it, it 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 the real symbolism is that we write that Adam was was created out of the dust, right? And so it it is the the creation, the origin story. But as I thought about that today, because I was reading today about um, about dust and 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 there was this, 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 I was looking outside and I thought how amazing it is that God could create a man out of, right? Out of the earth, that he could take it, form it. But here's the part, the dust was just the, the shell, right? We needed the breath. <laughs> Why are we talking about the breath? Why are we talking about, right? The shell that 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 here's the thing christ died for us but our ship doesn't go <laughs> it is the it is the soul the spirit man and the soul that goes back with the father who created us he, he created all of this don't get me wrong but i was like where's to be sorrowful for a beautiful act he created adam It is Adam's creation that then lends to all of our creation. It is the story of being created in the image of our father. And I was thinking today, man, we were, you know, at the, at funerals from dust. I mean, it is, it becomes this very sorrowful thing, but it is beautiful to return from whence we were made in the beginning. In the beginning, God created this man, not from a mother's womb, and then our creator comes that is recreated in in in, in 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 another woman without, right? Not, not, he comes from the womb. One comes from no womb, Adam, the first Adam, right? As the Bible saying, here comes Jesus. Because of the fall of Adam, we have to send Jesus. Jesus, right, he, he isn't fashioned in, in the dust, but guess what Jesus does? Jesus does what Adam couldn't do, which is to live and live again. <laughs> So now we, right, we have the the root of Adam, but we have the gift of Jesus that has now given us the ability to live and live again. Why should I be sorrowful for being created by a great God? Why should I have sorrow in in our creation origin when you understand that, that Genesis 1 is still good news? When you understand that even when Adam and Eve messed up, it's still good news. It, 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 you know, and I'm like, oh, so I understand, Miss Tardy, because that was just what we did, right? That's just what you do, and so many of us have lived lives of just what we do, and we and, and we're saying that we're doing it in Jesus' name, but it doesn't honor Him. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't extol and encourage. If I told you for 40 days you need to be sad, just. Repent for all your all the bad you did. Jesus wouldn't look like the greatest gift, would he? <laughs> he like, "This is oh, I don't like this." So you want me to be talk about all the things I did wrong and just and be sad and repent and self reflect? Oh God, right? We don't because there's not some there's not a joy, right? We gotta wait. We gotta wait till he 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 resurrects to have the joy. Let me tell you something. There is joy in every aspect of the the creation story to the end where it says guess what we win see you up there Jesus I love you (laughs) oh death where is your sting so I'm happy that you are now on this side I have a question yes does that mean in Catholicism
2: you have to wait till once a year for Lent yes once a year to
3: confess once a -hmm. year to confess No, no, no. So this is not the same as confession. However, though, I will tell you in Catholic school, you can you have confession twice a year, right? Twice a year at, at as students, the school has you do confession twice a year. Now, as a person, you can go, you know, as, as many times as you, you want to go confess. And that's the thing, the more sin you have, the more time you're gonna be over there with the, with the priest. Uh, so confession is continual. no, for real, because confession is continual, but there are, there are two, like there are acts within the year where it is designated that everyone should have confession and then confession should be away. But yeah, there are set times for a lot of things. <laughs> So one of the things that I love is that they keep the doors of, of right? Like at any time you can go to a Catholic uh, ministry and doors open at any time. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, there are a lot, there's, it is a lot of ritual, you know, and it, it, it's a lot of liturgical um, tradition and routine. So yes, there are designated times, but you can confess more than that. But yeah, every year for school from the time I was in first grade, And literally, the kids, we would all go, what you going to say you did? Because what did you do? Like, what do you do at six? Like, what great sin have you committed at six years old? Like, literally, it wasn't until I got to like the sixth, eighth grade, where I was like, oh, I might have a real sin this year. But we literally would be spread out in pews. They put two at the ends of the pew, one person in the middle. You're doing homework. Because the whole school, right, class by class, is going to confession. And you got to decide what you're going to say. You know, so I'd be like, I talk back to my mother. Like I said that for five, six years and I probably got two Hail Marys and one Oh Father. And my, my sins were forgiven. But no one taught me that I could just ask God himself. We were, they are still, ah, they are still in an Old Testament dispensation where you need someone to atone for your sin. No, I do not. And what's crazy is they teach, they will teach you the Bible. They don't alter what the Bible says. They just still have their own doctrine, you know, belief outside the word that they follow. Yes, Miss Daphne.
4: You know, um, as I'm sitting here reflecting, especially over, um, you know, the way in which uh, the Lord, you know, moved this weekend with us denouncing a whole lot of stuff, this just again his love, his mercy, his loving, his gentleness towards us. That's another place to denounce that agreement, that alignment with all these false things, false teachings, because it took root on the inside. It needs to be uprooted. Now, I don't agree with that no more. Any part of me that's still because, you know, uh, I'm 52. Well, no, I'm 51, I'm 51. And there's some things that I was taught as a child, that I'm still like, like, Lord, get that out of me because it was not founded on the word of God, but my mind, all the stuff, you know, it's like up booting a computer. It still knows the knowledge. Father, get that up out of me. I don't want to continue in that way. This yeah. is so beautiful. I also heard like the urgency. Because what if he already took us out of the building, then he was so merciful and gave us these Zooms, these live chats and conference calls so we can still gather. Now, what if future says this is going to be taken away? He's training us to develop a personal one-on-one with him. That's the urgency that I'm hearing in the spirit. Like You got to hear that. You got to yep. really stop playing games right now and we got to get it together. So I'm just so grateful to be a part of a hearing ear to hear what he's saying. And now I want to be a part of the doing and just do it because, you know, like today's lesson may get me out of a tomorrow's situation. You know what I'm saying? If I apply it, yeah. if I apply it, if I don't take it serious. I love with one, I think it was Ty, she said, if you're not willing to um, really be active in it don't invest right now you have to really be able to invest in everything that god is be 100 in and i am i'm just so grateful to god i am so grateful to god and I, I just couldn't sit no more amen
3: amen anyone else before we end in prayer i think that sir oh i thought he was injured anyone I know, I, I'm not looking for you to say a whole bunch. I know it's a little like, whoa, well, take it in. Maybe something you need to hear again, but understand that he chose you. He loves you and he's with you. He's not, this is the thing, guys, that I want us to, if we've ever agreed with this, being in God is not hard. Hear me when I say this me when i say this he is going to ask you to do some hard things but being a christian isn't hard it just requires a, a yes and obedience but we can make some of these things so hard and let me tell you why because we have not stopped the agreements once you stop agreeing with the lies all this stuff, you're like oh man i could have been down this lane if i would have just oh man we have made things very hard for ourselves. The enemy has helped us make things very hard for ourselves. Is it deep? Yep. Will there be some hard, hard things he's gonna ask you to do? Yep. But loving God, that ain't hard. Being loved by God is not hard. It is, it is, it is a pleasure and an honor. And so hear me. Even with what we're hearing tonight, he is not saying this to us harshly. He is saying this lovingly.
0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at KHOWWorshipLA. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.